0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back and happy Skews Day to you. It's December 12th, 2023. I'm Trey, and that is not Mark. You see him, you see who it is. But before we formally introduce your illustrious co host, I did want to make a quick announcement. All right. While he's here, we got somebody had a pretty big birthday yesterday. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Pretty momentous birthday. And just as a sign of appreciation because of how much. This person means to us, everybody in the skew universe, before we start, I just want to take a chance and say a very, very happy, slightly belated birthday to former Secretary of State John Kerry, who turned 80 (laughs) years old yesterday. Uh, (laughs) That's a big one, 80 years, 50 or so of which spent in public service, you know, and I just thought it'd be nice to just to give it up to John Kerry on the, the day after his birthday like that. Also, Corey's here, everybody. Corey sitting in for Mark. Smart Mark has work stuff and chose here in his Titan shirt. What? What about you? Did what'd you get up to yesterday? Cho? Now Anything? I'm
1: embarrassed, but for a whole different reason. Uh, <laughs> I for I for some reason had the nerve to think that Trey Crowder would do something <laughs> nice for me on my birthday, but I was yeah. wrong. No, what? I, it doesn't matter, Trey. Because speaking of the Titans, I got the greatest birthday present that any human being could receive. an absolute, you know, me and you were talking yesterday. We're not, I won't know if it's that we're not believers in God. We're just not big fans of the fella, but uh, we don't really invoke his name many times unless it's cursing him for a pandemic or whatnot. But last night, by God, we were in the spirit because Mm -hmm. the Titans pulled off a miracle.
0: Yeah. The Titans became the first team in NFL history to win a game after being down by 14, with less than two minutes and fifty five seconds left. Now mm-hmm. it, the stat is two minutes and fifty five seconds because teams have won with two minutes and fifty six seconds uh-huh. and above, but nobody's ever done it with two minutes and fifty five seconds until the Titans did it. But yes, y'all, as you've ascertained, it was Cho's birthday yesterday, and we were, you know, texting all day, and he said he wanted a Titans victory for his birthday, and the no, universe responded. It was happening. So, I no, said, yes, that's, that's true. Yep,
1: I didn't he ask did. for it. I said, God damn it, they're winning.
0: Yeah, and he were right. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, Mark is fine. Everybody's just, you know, he's got like a job and shit now and everything. And so y'all know how that goes when he has a job. Sometimes he has to do it. Anyway, that's mm-hmm. happening today. So, but we got who else, the Cho, to sit in for us. And I understand that uh, you've got a little something for
1: us, uh, as I understand it. Yeah. That's true, Trey, since this will most likely, most likely, who knows, uh, be our last skews together until the new year. I decided it would be fitting to share uh, an essay filled with a couple of jokes and reflections that I've written bidding uh, adieu to 2023. Is that okay with you?
0: Absolutely. Adieu okay. your ass off, buddy. Hit it. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. Here. It was a hell of a year.
0: A little swallow yeah. It, you, that's what you do when you're uh, capping off a truly, you know, celebratory year is take a swig of Jim Beam straight that's from the
1: right. bottle. <laughs> Not sponsoring the show, but they can. Y'all holler at us, Jim Beam. All right. Ah, what can we say about the year 2023 that hasn't already been said about taking a road trip with presidential candidate and New Jersey Governor Chris Christie? It wasn't what any of us wanted. It felt a lot longer than it was, and it stunk like a meatball fart. (laughs) (laughs) The year year started off with a train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. The massive fire and toxic fumes were a danger to thousands of people, but luckily, the Norfolk railroad company handled it very poorly oh well we thought at least this will be the last time we have to talk about palestine this year
0: man i mean it's the way things go now with you know the hellscape we live in but i'd like i that feels like that was so much longer well, I, than I this same year like yep. you said that i was like holy shit that was this year and i'd forgotten that that was the name of the place tough year for Palestine. everywhere
1: you know Speaking of which, (laughs) All right. (laughs) Speaking of which, 2023 was the year where almost... All of the most anti-Semitic people you have ever met in your life suddenly felt the urge to speak up for the people of Israel. They then started calling woke people the real anti-Semites. The woke people responded and said, no, our problem is with the Israeli government, not its people, to which the Southern Baptist replied, that's the same thing, which offended me personally, because as you all know, I'm anti-Semantics hey there it is Uh, yeah long walk off a short bridge hey speaking of it feels like this didn't happen this year trey hey do you remember the uh chinese spy balloon oh
0: man yeah that was this year too good lord yeah that was that was because that that quickly sort of turned into some alien speculation which always hits for me sure all of a sudden there was
1: a bunch of shit in the air and people was like is it aliens no, yeah.
0: the Chinese. But Chinese anyway.
1: and a balloon. Yeah, it was, uh, it seemed like uh, many moons ago, but it was actually February of this year that a U.S. fighter jet shot down the suspected Chinese surveillance balloon off the coast of South Carolina. Though our military was the one to finally bring it down, they were not the first to shoot at it. That honor goes to South Carolina resident Ricky Lee Thompson, who said, I just thought it was one of them gay ass gender reveals. If I'd have known it was the Chinese, I would have reloaded.
0: <laughs> uh, did people were like, sorry to do this with a joke, but that Ricky Lee, there is that—is he real? Or? No, I made that up. Okay, well because. I feel like there was people trying to shoot at it or I mean, wanted to shoot that at it or something. It was like way out of time. Maybe this is just, that's just America and that's just how we be. But in my head, cause I feel like I remember people making fun of them. Cause it was so insanely high up in the air. It's like, you can't shoot that far. And people are just like, the hell I can't I'm shoot whatever I want. You know, they've had to pass laws either for or against shooting drones out yeah. of the sky in like, even
1: Amazon packages. In most, most states and stuff. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah, well, man, 2023, also a big year in music, Trey. Country musician Morgan Wallen had the highest-grossing country tour, pulling in over $230 million. Not only that, he dominated the airwaves. Four of his songs made the top seven on the year's country charts, and he had the number one most streamed song on Spotify. Not in country, the most streamed song on Spotify Of all songs but wait there's more he also became the first country artist since 1981 to top the overall year-end billboard hot 100 list ah such a shame that saying the n-word a couple years back stifled what could have been a great career
0: (laughs) yeah indeed no he's been crushing that's like uh yeah, it seems like, you know, that's not a move most people would advise saying the yeah. N word in public, but I guess, you know, if you're in the too. if you're in the right industry, it can really take you straight to the moon, I guess. Do you know what's the you he he had the biggest song of all songs across all genres yeah. this year? What what what's the some, name of it? Do you know? Something
1: about the night. I didn't okay. look any further. I got all the research I needed for the joke, you know, and then I uh you I ever listened to any of his shit at all? I mean, like like I, his Isbel, like he's got a couple when he covered Isbel, obviously I listened to it and I was super happy because a, I like Isbel getting out there and more in the mainstream and also Isbel donated all of the money he made to the NAACP, which really hit for me. Uh, but I have heard from some of my friends who like have abandoned country lately. They're like, OK, but he's kind of one that there's a couple of his songs that, you know, kind of go and I can believe it. You know? Yeah,
0: well, that's why I was gonna, or that's what I was getting at, because I haven't really, you know, fucked with him either. But you know, I was curious where he's at on the sort of Florida Georgia
1: line scale. You know oh, what he's I mean? Better, like better than that, I would right, say for sure. For the but, fact that he covered Isabel, he has to be better than that. Like to right. have that taste, you know? Uh, man, wild year, Trey. June of 2023 gifted the world with a rare experience. In a time when we seem more divided than ever, when we argue over everything from sports to politics to whether or not a fucking Barbie movie is offensive to the ever-oppressed and marginalized straight white male demographic, we were suddenly brought together. In one shining moment, we all shared the same opinion. For the first time since 9-11, this country was united as one. When we all laughed at those billionaires getting exploded in a submarine. <laughs> huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah, imploded, I believe. I know imploded. you're not much for semantics, you're right. uh, but you're right. yeah, semantic actually. It, yeah, but it does and I feel like would you th- would you rather be exploded or imploded? Imploded. Imploded, I mean,
1: you think? I feel like it's more you because get, you, smushed you like get smushed like a can like that. If you get exploded, there yeah. is a chance that you will live and just not have arms. If you implode, you die. Yeah, you, you know can, what I mean? You because you're, dig. yeah, your organs they explode too. But like, if you, you know, there've been plenty of people fall on a landmine and unfortunately live. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm going imploded. It feels like you never knew what was happening. You pro- there's probably 0.2 seconds where you're like, am I getting a head? And then before you can even think it, you're yeah, you're, you're missed. You're, you're, you're just, just yeah, you You're just goo. Yeah. What do you which one do you think is more metal though? Imploded for sure. Okay. Yeah. Imploded because exploded, like bombs are pretty metal, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But implosions are almost like freaks of nature.
0: Right. They're more you know rare. I mean?
1: They're yeah. more rare and they they require yeah, they require like you going to the depths of the sea or you hearing a sound that like only birds can make or something, you know, and it's like, oh,
0: I didn't even really think about that when all this happened. But like, how many other people have ever even been imploded? I wonder. It's got to be. You know, I, I feel like a bunch of people have been exploded. I'm not going to, you know, like happens all the time. People all the drummers exploded. from
1: Spinal Tap. I believe yeah. that's what happened to them. <laughs> but they're the only ones that I know of. Uh, but yes, in closing, Trey, 2023, it was a complicated year. Trump got indicted. Biden fell down several times and said a lot of words that don't make sense. Strikes began, strikes ended. Artificial intelligence began its inevitable takeover of humanity as we know it. And just as it was prophesized, Dianne Feinstein immediately apparated into a force ghost and left us in a plume of smoke.
0: Mm-hmm. As
1: we sit here in the waning days of 2023, trying to reckon with all the bad things in the world, the lives that were senselessly lost, the relationships that were irreparably damaged, a pandemic that still isn't over and an international conflict that never will be. And not to mention that we are about to have a presidential election between two people who have been eligible for a discount at Golden Corral for nearly 30 years. Let us never forget that at least Derek Chauvin Sure did get stabbed a lot. He
0: sure did oh, get stabbed a lot. Did.
1: Happy 2023, yeah. everybody.
0: Also, just the dude that did the stabbing was yeah, a wild right. part of that story too. Yeah. Cause he like he looked like Rob Reiner, sort of. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Like present day Rob Reiner. Yeah,
2: you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you see where he's like now? Well, it's not racist to speculate, I don't think. I think he's like a Colombian drug trafficker, like an OG, no. like He's some sort of, like, real badass. He's just got that Rob Reiner, papaw look to him.
0: I mean, I figured he had to be at least something of a badass. If he, all yeah, that right. stabbing he did, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
2: right.
0: uh, Yeah, I was going to say at the end of all that, and you alluded to it anyway, it's like, you know, when you really put it all in perspective, hell of a not-hitting year, yeah. but at least we can all lay our heads on the pillow tonight knowing that 2024 – will surely hit in an uneventful fashion, you know, yep. nothing can't like, it can't continue to get even worse every uh-huh. single year. Like something's it has done give. since 2016 or so. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't think Trey, something's There's, got to give eventually. I think at some point it would have to max out, but you know, some might argue we haven't even begun to not hit yet. Um, before we get into the show further, Mark had some uh, some good news out of Texas. He wanted us to share with everybody, which I know is odd. You don't hear about a lot about that. In fact, there's plenty of other bad shit going on in Texas too. But a Texas court uh, issued a permanent injunction declaring Texas's would-be drag ban law unconstitutional. So uh, drag okay. shows have. Uh, Have been protected in the state of Texas. This took the form of a big court case where drag queens testified in court and one of them uh, even twerked for everybody (laughs) in the court because because the prosecution was trying to like, you know, they were doing a thing or I guess the plaintiff, the defense, whatever the state, their lawyers, not the prosecution were like. You know, they are trying to be like, so twerking. Tell us about that. Can yeah, you describe yeah, yeah. twerking? Would you perhaps demonstrate this for us if you wouldn't mind, you know? Thinking that it would not hit for everybody, especially because the judge was a uh, old white feller in his eighties who was appointed yeah. by Ronald Reagan. Actually, I just assume he's white. I didn't see a picture of him because he was appointed hey, by right. Ronald Reagan. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, and the judge, it seemed you know, guess it hit for him a little bit because he said afterwards he's like, you know, that's what's great about this job—you get to see all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you well, know? hey man, you know, and then, so- they, uh, and then they won the case, so obviously it worked out okay. So shout out to
1: them. Well, if Elmore Leonard is to be believed, every now. Now and then judges are freaks and kind of hit. So, you know, I dig it. Uh, But hey, you know, at least now everyone in Texas will shut up about it. So that's mm-hmm. good.
0: Most assuredly so. Yeah. Uh All right. So let's get into it before uh, we continue. Producer Matt is with us in Mark's absence. We still have Matt. He's back there doing his thing along with me and Cho. This is Weekly Skews. Before we continue, I want to remind y'all, of course, about a few things. Number one, if you'd like to see me perform stand-up live, and you should, you can go to TreyCrowder.com and check out the upcoming shows. In fact, this week, if you want to see the two of us do it, along with Drew Morgan, well, it's the week for it, as long as you live in Middle Tennessee. Or, hell, even if you don't, fly to Nashville. Who okay, cares? Drive hours and hours. We'll be at Zany's Comedy Club this weekend. We do... Uh, Chris, we do the shows before Christmas every year at Zionies. It's always a hell of a time. We uh, look forward to it tremendously. And this year is no different. It's sure to hit. So come see us. And I've got plenty of other dates coming up after that. All at TreyCrowder.com. Also at Trey You can find a link to me and this old boys travel log. We wrote around here and over yonder. It's a, it's a funny romp through these romp through these American States, as well as England and Scotland. So, check that out or get the audio book on audible because we read it very dumbly as we are wont to, to do when we read or talk. Yep. Uh, and Which finally do
1: right now, yeah, I was,
0: I did that on purpose. Obviously. I was I trying know. to illustrate the point clearly. No, I don't hit last thing. If you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. You can go to weekly slash more, or just go on Patreon and search for my name. You'll find us either way. $5 a month gets you access to full length bonus episodes. We just did one last week. We do two a month and uh we cover stuff, you know, we've always got more than there. We've always got more stuff to talk about than there is time to talk about it in. Well, we rectify that on the bonus skews. So get some more skews in your life and support the show in the process. slash All right. As for tonight's show, um, the war on books rages on. Conservatives, you know, never been ones to really be super into books, except for that one book that has so much that many of them also haven't read. they really going hard on my books com, now. Right? And uh, yes, my comp, yes, famously. <laughs> They've really been going hard on books lately, as you may or may not have heard. And that crusade rages on. We'll talk about that. we got some salacious politician stuff for you, some scandalous news and whatnot along the way. But first we begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, Joe Biden, for showing just how crooked he is by using the Justice Department to throw his own son in prison.
2: Income. Income. So we think that this is just the the tip of the iceberg. We think there are many more crimes. And my Concern is that Weiss may have uh, indicted Hunter Biden to protect him from having ah, to be deposed. Yes, in the in the Silverstein yes. video, yeah. <laughs> he but indicted we, him back- to protect him. Yes, the classic rubric: he indicted <laughs> him to protect him. I got it. Well, look, this whole this Jake, this whole thing's been about a cover up. You know, you've got two. That's why he indicted concerns. him
1: to to protect him to to cover it up.
2: Well, he. Look, you indict him on the least little thing, the gun charge and not paying taxes. He's facing prison. like 17 least little years thing. in prison. Yeah, but look These
0: what he's balladies. done. Anybody else? Yeah, but look what he's done. So that's uh, that's old Comer, um, James Comer, um, noted dumbass Republican congressman. Uh, people have taken to calling him Comer Pile on the <laughs> Internet. Which hits for me quite well, but he's the one leading the charge against Hunter Biden and doing a not super good job of it. I don't know how much of that you've kept up with, but like a couple weeks ago, he had this, he had a new bombshell to drop in the Hunter Biden investigation. He had blown the whole thing wide open. And what it ended up being was they found evidence that Joe Biden had made like three truck payments for no Joe Biden like bought a truck for Hunter Biden and then Hunter Biden paid him back for it after that. Oh man. And that was the whole thing. Well, uh, but Hunter's gotten some, you know, some more serious charges this time. He's been uh, charged with nine criminal counts of uh, failing to pay your taxes, and that don't hit for them. I've always heard they don't don't generally like that when you. I do that. I was about that. to
1: say, why ain't this Comer dude like coming to bat for uh, Hunter on the gun charge and the taxes thing? You know, well, that saying? was I've I've already forgotten
0: the exact details of the gun charge and how it worked, but it was basically it was a, the type of thing that like. Any hardcore two A person would be on his side a hundred percent if he wasn't Hunter Biden, you know. Of course. And uh these new indictments, they they uh they unveil a cornucopia of vice from Hunter Biden. Like they show that instead of paying his taxes, Cho, he instead spent lavishly on things like Sex, drugs, porn, cars, luxury hotels, just hitting like a motherfucker. You know, yeah. like,
1: the only cool Democrat. left. I know, right. Existence.
0: Right. He, that's what's always funny to me about Hunter Biden. Anytime he comes up from them is they always it's sort of like Christians. When they talk about the devil, they always yeah. make him sound rad as hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean he literally sounds like a rapper, dude. Like young yeah. thug has verses about doing exactly this, not paying your taxes and fucking, you know, well, just getting I mean, all drugged
1: and hoard up instead. I hate to say this because we were just talking about how cool it sounds, but he also sounds a little bit like top Republican candidate Donald J. Trump. (laughs) Like that is the shit that he was doing. And now granted, you know, we were all like, look at this shit, but here's the difference between us though. Hunter's not running for president. If Hunter was running right. for president, we would have uh, a couple issues with the gun thing and the tap. We would have issues with these, but he's not. And that's kind of been my thing the whole time is like, uh, look, man, if we find out that this $800,000 he spent on pussy came out of my wallet somehow, all right, set it up. Me and Hunter will go. But if not, if it just came out of his own personal sh- hit slush fund, I mean, I say more power to you. I mean, you know. Well, pay- if you look at it, if you look at it
0: like. If he ought to have been paying for taxes, yes. paying taxes instead of paying for hookers, then, you know, it sort of did come out of everybody's
1: yeah pot
0: a little bit because that's how right. taxes ostensibly are supposed to work. But he yeah, was like, right. some of it, he was like trying to write off on his taxes. Some of this, like <laughs> some of this hooker and blow stuff. Like, uh, he tried to write off a $1,500 charge that took place at a strip club, mm-hmm. uh, and on the basis of purchasing artwork, it says here, $1,500 Venmo payment on August 14th, 2018. That payment was to an exotic dancer at a strip club. The defendant described the payment in the Venmo transaction as being for artwork. The exotic dancer had not sold him any artwork. Now, hadn't she? That's what I was about to say. I was going to, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Like, you know, who's to say that that isn't art? I, it, dancing is not an art form. Right. I thought I thought that was a kind of general consensus that dancing was like part of the, you know, the artistic realm. And you well, know, I mean, it is so. like,
1: and not all art you get to take home with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if right. you come see us December 14th through the 16th at Zany's in Nashville, tickets at TreyCrowder.com. We are presenting you with our art. The only difference is our art, unlike when you buy a painting disappears the moment you pay for it and you don't walk out the door with it. And I would have to say that an exotic dance, it falls into the same thing that we do.
0: Yeah. On stage. You said, you said, unlike a painting, do you remember, or did you see that time? Yeah. Banksy <laughs> being Banksy, he sold a painting and then the guy bought it. And as soon as the, the, uh, the money went through at the auction or whatever, the frame like yeah. fired up and just shredded the whole painting yeah. and dropped it out on the floor in front of him. It was, Oh, Banksy, he's a card, ain't he? He is a he card. Is, we actually he's a talked card. about
1: that on an episode <laughs> of our hit podcast, Putting on Airs, which you can get wherever you get your podcasts. But yeah, I loved that. Yeah,
0: it did hit. So anyway, they also the prosecutor said that some of this misconduct covered in these new charges for Hunter Biden occurred, quote, well after he had regained his sobriety, hmm. uh, which I didn't even know that he had done. He was trying. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, hadn't been the impression I got. But anyway, their point being that, like, you know, his, his contention is that his, you know, his drug addiction fueled most of his most insane uh, behavior. Or right. What. And so they're saying, no, hell, he was sober when he was doing all And again, if that's true, good Lord. Like, yeah. he, you know, he goes even harder. Like, right. Fucking, dude, if you're fucking like racing down the Vegas Strip with two hookers and they're going 140 miles an hour without, you know, and not paying your taxes and shit while stone cold sober.
1: unreal. That's wild. That is very wild.
0: Yeah. Uh, but one thing sort of seemed to flew in the face of the notion that he had been sober during all this. They found some of his, uh, his search history. Mm. And in addition to a lot of porn stuff, a whole lot of porn oh, stuff, boy. which I mean, hey, hell, who among us? Yeah, not right. me. But also... Uh, they found a search on Duck Duck Go. Yeah, he searched yeah. on Duck Duck Go the words round yellow pill 230 imprint C. Uh,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That is a v- percocet, it's a 10 milligram oxycodone. Ah, fuck. I hadn't done it in a while, and you know, I was stunned that he needed to. Do that. See, like, to me, that proves that he's not a drug taker. He didn't right. know, right? He's looking at this, he finds this pill. He's thinking it's one of his vitamins because he's sober trying to live a good life now. He sees it and he's like, Whoa, before I take this, I probably better check to make sure that it's not a narcotic because I don't put narcotics into my body anymore. And then, as you can see, immediately afterwards, he jerked off to Blair Ivory.
0: Yeah. Were you? Uh, is that is that a, is that a personal favorite of yours, Cho? Or not familiar? Uh, not familiar. With, okay. Well, worked. the way you said that, it, the way you said the name, it made it sound like there was some familiarity there. No, to I me, but have I it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You. Uh, but the, I also don't see. I mean, it, he had like multiple Google searches for just the word "girl," and that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, that is weird. I don't care for that. You're gonna need to do more than that you know, and then a lot of the other things he put in were way, way, way more specific. I don't know. An odd duck,
1: uh, Is Hunter Biden? As Democrats, we have been accused of needing to know the definition of a what a girl is. So maybe
0: (laughs) that would would be fun if that's why he was googling it because he genuinely didn't know the definition of a girl. Because yeah, because he's a godless lefty. And in case you're wondering how weird all this Hunter Biden stuff has gotten, on the other side, Fox News brought on an expert commentator to weigh in. Sammy the Bull Gravano, uh, noted yeah. murdering psychopath from Great the mafia. Podcast. Yeah, um, he's yeah, you know, he was like a mafia hitman or a heavy or whatever the hell. No, know, yeah, known to have killed at least nineteen people. So you know about Sammy the Bull or oh, Sammy yeah. the Rat?
1: He's got a yeah, Sammy the Rat for sure. He's got a uh, he's got a podcast that on occasion I fuck with, and it's uh yeah, basically him talking about how uh you know he used to murder. And uh that's about it. And like what kind
0: of fashion are we talking about? He yeah, talks yeah. about it. Does he talk about it like, oh, those were the days?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Back- oh, yeah. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's so basically what like, he's got another I haven't listened to this in a while, but he's got another guy with him that like he's sort of his co host, but really what he's doing is like it's Sammy sort of like telling his biography through podcasts. So when the first couple episodes I listen to, like this guy is kind of like probing him and like, let's start here and let's start here. And like, you know, this guy's kind of the POV character for us. Like, you know, we don't know mob stuff. So Sammy, you're going to have to tell us when you said that, like you, you sent this guy packing. Yeah. What does that mean here? He's like, well, you know, I fucking, you know, the guy, he did a thing and I didn't like it. So I sent him packing you know, yeah
0: send him back. And is it, so is the he did he talk like that? Is he, I don't remember. Okay. I really I, hope he does. I was yeah, going to ask of. you, how spaghettified he was, particularly in relation to recent quarterback and Phenom, Tommy DeVito and his family. <laughs> I know we don't have a lot of sports fans, but I recommend you look up Tommy DeVito because he's a uh like an undraft he was undrafted, right? Or undrafted. close to undrafted free agent who's been thrust into the starting quarterback position for the New York Giants. The only thing that makes what makes that hit super hard is his name is Tommy DeVito. He's from Jersey. He still lives with his mom and he is just one of the most Spaghetti ass, spaghetti people you will ever meet in your life, and they kept showing his family and his agent, and they're all like, "It's just, just dude paisans and gabagool." After all, the just he does this when he yeah. when he does something good, it's like, it's wonderful. Also,
1: I, when when asked why he lived with his parents still, he was like, hey, "It's ten minutes from the stadium, and mom has me cutlets waiting when I get home." And cutlets. I was like, God "Damn it, yeah. I want to live with his mom." Hell yeah. So
0: anyway, so they had Sammy to Bull on because, you know, they always talk about the Biden crime family. And they're like, yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. an expert on crime families. Yeah. And it's and, the same uh, thing. Yeah, right. And he basically just parroted all the same shit that he probably heard on Fox News and then just <laughs> went right back at him with it. Yeah. But speaking of Hunter and extreme politics, horniness, Joe, do you know anything about Nancy Mace? Republican Congresswoman, South Carolina
1: Mindy Mace. No, she's uh, part of
0: the I, lunatic contingent. She was one of the eight, the crazy eights that uh, voted to house McCarthy and started that whole shit storm. And she's just, you know, real magnified and wild. She got uh, she came under some fire a while back because she was at some kind of Christian conservative conference. And she made a little crack about uh, porking her fiance Uh oh, on the stage.
1: Oh, she can't right. do that.
0: No, they're not married, yeah. Right? So, yeah, but better a,
1: in the ass lady.
0: Yeah, right. The poop hole loophole, <laughs> get it right. Them's the rules, Nancy. It's rules. Them's the rules, anyway, anyway. Her uh, said fiance, a South Carolina like entrepreneur and rich feller named Patrick Bryant. They have since split up. She's having a rough time. They have split up. Um, they're, it, it's contentious. They're fighting over a couple of beachfront properties they got down there in South Carolina. Um, and in addition to this, Nancy Mace had a bunch of staff members. I think it was like half a dozen people that worked for her, like six people that worked for her. All quit at the same time and walked out because they said uh, she was real gross about stuff all the time. She's
1: I still haven't seen what she looks like. I need to. know. Yeah, Corey's gonna need to see what today. she looks like, Matt. Yeah, Can you
0: rectify that at some Pull point? And get up. a picture of her up there. It's anyway,
1: wrong way, but I'm just saying, I need my own personal disgust meter. I guess she
0: was talking a lot of wiener and butt stuff in the in the office every day, and these were, I think. Maybe not all of them were dudes, but a good chunk of these six staffers were dudes, like younger dudes who are like, I can't stand all this pussy talk anymore from, from my boss or whatever. So, you know, it had to be pretty over the top. That's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Matt, it, it might take Matt a minute. We'll okay. We Here we go. There it is. See, look. Hell,
1: you know, yeah. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, unless these are like... These super like men's rights kids who are like, no, God damn it. If we can't do it, this bitch can't do it either. Like, you know, I could understand that. You know what I mean? But like, yes, I mean, goddamn! like, I don't know. Look, she don't hit. I'm just no. saying no. I've heard worse. Yeah, Someone no, of course. And said she has a mouth like a carp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got
0: an honorable mention for daily dumbass here. You're gonna like this one, show. I believe this one. I like this one, but the the, the dumbass is all the troops who died on D Day for not being brave enough to instead stand somewhere in the vicinity of Hillary Clinton. Listen to our boy, Donald Trump. Just this is, oh, this is good.
2: But I went onto that stage just a few days later, and a general who's a fantastic general actually said to me, sir. I've been on the battlefield, men have gone down on my left and on my right. I stood on hills where soldiers were killed. But I believe the bravest thing I've ever seen was the night you went onto that stage with (laughs) Hillary Clinton after what happened. And then that woman asked you the first question about it. And I said, locker room talk. It's locker room talk. What the hell? What are you talking? Locker room talk. (laughs) So that was not a great you know
0: the specific context uh
1: yes uh,
0: grab grab her by the the grab them by the the pussy stuff so like that had just come out yeah still so wild that that
1: just kind of never mattered at all like considering the context of it like it's fun so perfectly because like you know every republican i know i mean just hook line and sinker took it as like they were like oh so you got a problem with the word pussy, you know, and, and it was like, that's not what anybody's mad about. But they were just like, I thought y'all were liberal. Y'all don't mind cursing and stuff like that, but he can't say pussy. And they would never get off of that. Like to them, that's what we were upset about. And they just thought we were the biggest chicken shits ever. But yeah, you're right. I can't believe it wasn't much either. But like in hindsight, it's like shit that wasn't nothing oh, yeah
0: well no i mean yeah that was that really uh poor the flood of yeah. bullshit that was to come the whole teflon don shit you just he, he just he does so much wrongness and badness that you just can't keep up with it all and he just overloads you with his bullshit but anyway yeah so he said that like having those having that type come out of him saying that and then him still taking the stage and facing down the fire-breathing dragon that was Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential debate that doing that basically made him
1: Sergeant York. (laughs) Well, then that, then that dumbass D day survivor would really be proud of me and you for some of the CMT showcases that we had to do in front of five people, because I promise you, it took more fucking balls. Also, if I may, for a second, one of two things has to be true. All right. Um, If Donald either this is he he never meets these people and he completely makes it up because he never says their name. Right. He never says their name. It's always just some guy. Right. Some guy. So either he's completely making it up or he has forgotten the name of a World War II hero. So either (laughs) way, fuck him. You know what I mean?
0: yeah for sure speaking of fuck him you heard his new scam it's a it's a spinoff of an of a previous scam but is he's it got a, coins he's got a new twist. It that's not too far off you remember his nfts yeah,
2: yeah.
0: All right, well there's an update hit it hit it matt
2: I have an all new stunning cards and here is the best part i'm doing two important things for my trump collectors for the first time we're creating a real physical trump card Purchase 47 digital cards and we'll mail you a beautiful trading card. It is an authentic piece of the suit I wore when I took that now famous mugshot, and it was a great suit, believe me, a really good suit. It's all cut up and you're gonna get a piece of it. I'll be autographing some of them. Right. A true collector's item. This is something to give to your family, to all your right, kids. Turn it off my
0: app. Go ahead, Joe. I've think?
2: never, I've never heard. I've heard, you know,
1: buy two get one free. I've heard, you know, <laughs> get one half off. I've never heard buy forty-seven, 47. get
0: one, one.
1: deteriorated R- garment.
0: Real one, like what's well, also the forty-seven
2: are fake. They're, they're yeah,
0: digital. they're not real. They're, they're NFTs. They don't exist in the real world. It's like <laughs> by by just with one simple purchase of forty-seven digital pictures but, of me with abs, but also, I'll send you one actual physical how, piece piece of clothing from but how
2: you know
1: dumb, how dumb do these people have to be to think like if you divide, if you go okay let's say hypothetically you're getting a centimeter of suit right there's only so much of that that can go around do you really think that trump is only actually going to sell as many of those digital things as we, as he can allow before right. he, the pieces of his suit runs out like you're not getting that fucking suit that yeah. is not real
0: I mean, he definitely totally would and will do that if it becomes necessary. But those 47 cards you have to, or NFTs you have to buy, it totals like $4,600 or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's probably, and I think also if you buy all of them, you get that. And also you get to like go to Mar-a-Lago and stuff, or maybe, you know, anyway. Like, I don't think he will have that many Yep. takers just out of necessity. I know that they'll give him all the money they have, but, but now you know, we're running a lot in, of money.
1: Now we're running into a problem where I don't know the overlap of his type of supporters because, like, we right. know that it's not everybody wants to just go. It's just the dumbasses from the South who are poor and you know toothless. We like we know that's not true. It's right. every, it's every version of white person imaginable mm-hmm. is fan base, right? But th- the ones with money. Right. Aren't gonna buy a fucking trading card like only the slack jawed yokels would be interested in this, but they don't have four thousand six hundred dollars. So who the fuck? What this is middle management. This is the only people Michael Scott's buying this.
0: That is exactly my read on it, too. I was gonna say like the people that have the people that like are would be very easily capable of dropping five thousand dollars on these NFTs, will just write like a campaign donation check right. or support some pack or something and fuck it. You know what I mean? They're not going to buy this shit. And the people that are super into these, uh, yeah, seems like it'd be a more, more of a stretch for them. But, uh, Matt, do you quickly have that, a picture of one of them just so we can see? This is what you're getting right here. Lightning hands. He's always so shredded in these dudes. Can I tell you
1: something? You're my best friend in the world. I love you. I do. I love you more than anything, Trey. And also... While in hindsight, I don't love him as much as I did when he was in there, I'm a, I'm, I am like Obama. As far as presidents go, I like Obama. However, all that being said, if I walked into your house and I saw that you had an Obama trading card that looked like that, right? I would make fun of you until I could not breathe anymore. Like, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, yeah, they we yeah we generally don't do that because it's not like a cultish devotion, <laughs> right? It that's only true for like for him or like wh- whoever Jesus. ends up taking his place. Yeah, G- yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's uh it's pretty wild. Let me ask you about this though, because you just made me. you were like, if you had an Obama thing, uh, I'm racking my brain trying to remember where and how I got this, and also I don't even know where it is, but somewhere in my closet. I have a football jersey mm-hmm. that has Obama on the back
1: of it, like uh, a, like a specific seam or just like an red you know red white and blue. Oh, okay, yeah, that's uh, pretty stupid. Yeah, you don't like that. I mean.
0: That's it's got the number than, 44 on it. That's you know? listen,
1: that's better than that card because like at least that's a real thing. Like I would never be caught fucking dead wearing it. <laughs> like I could see like you went to a campaign rally, they were handing them out whatever. But like a God. card. And by the way, Obama, the way that Trump looked in that picture, Obama actually has kind of looked like that in his yeah. life. Like he's been right, kind right. of swollen and looked at and That's that's the problem for me. If it was a regular like if it was actually a picture of Donald Trump, I would think it was less stupid. But like their fascination with making him look Jack. The only thing I like about it is that it's them admitting that how he actually looks don't, don't. hit. Right. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. That's what I like about it.
0: Yeah, no, somebody gave me that jersey, I'm pretty sure. And uh, but yeah, I just remembered that I have it in there somewhere, I think. Or maybe I've maybe I've since regifted it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm sure that hit for whoever I gave it to if I did. But <laughs> moving on, getting into like I said, the war on books continues. First of all, Cho, let me start with a question.
1: Uh what are your thoughts on the Scholastic Book Fair? Boy, let me tell you something right now, boy. <laughs> Shoe When I was in school, I was a proud member of Book It. I was a proud, accelerated reader, and when that goddamn Scholastic Book Fair came, I couldn't wait. We were all so excited. There was a smell to it. You know, when you walked in and they had everything set up, there was a smell to it. I couldn't get my hands off the goosebumps. I had to have them. We would also get the—remember they had the airplane where you learned to uh, uh, make a paper airplane and shit like that, draw cars and stuff? Like, every single thing about the Scholastic Book Fair was what made being a kid— Fucking awesome! I am such a goddamn fan. Right, uh, I have fond memories of it. It was the best.
0: Well, that is exactly what a godless groomer of a liberal like you would say. Because oh, it turns oh. out, scholastic book fairs are in fact of the devil. Really, and playing a major role in the deterioration of our children's minds and souls. Yeah, is this I hate to be the one to tell you that. No, it's because of a. a, a well, I'll just tell you. So a school board in in Texas the Conroe Independent School District they held like up you know a meeting or whatever people come and speak at it and a 20 year old woman named Lana Burkhart appeared before the school board and gave her testimony and she testified that when she was 11 years old she got a book at the Scholastic Book Fair called Drama and that book introduced her to there's a there's a drawing in it it's an illustrated book of two characters kissing like a prince and princess type. There it is. You can see it. And that picture, a a woman. I don't see the problem. That picture when she was 11 led directly to her developing a crippling pornography addiction. Uh, (laughs) This was the gateway, uh, kiss into all sorts of depravity online and otherwise. And it ruined this poor woman's life. She says she immediately started looking for other books that give her a similar pleasure, which led to internet searches that she will quote, never forget. She says by the time she was 13 years old, her porn addiction had left her
1: depressed and suicidal. So, well, let me tell you something. I went to them same book fairs. Never once did my dick get hard when Mm -hmm. I was looking at any of them books. But I will say that my crippling porn addiction started uh, with the uh, uh, currently WWE, then WWF, when Sable came out, took her top off, and she had uh, handprints painted on her titties. I need day from Vince McMahon. They are the devil. Go after them. By the way, I'm just kidding. Not only are they a very litigious company, also I'm being sarcastic. That fucking picture, again, I thought that like... The only types of cartoons they were having a problem with is when like, oh, there's a lesbian in the Lightyear movie or like Velma's going queer or whatever. But like, that's exactly what they've said they wanted right there is like that is a boy and a girl kissing. What the fuck do these people want?
0: Well, I'll tell you exactly what they want. Uh, They want uh, the Scholastic Book Fair to be no more. But more specifically, they want it to be replaced with a different type of book fair from a company called Sky Tree Books, which is owned by a company called Brave Books. Well, that's which, Christian, which is affiliated with Kirk Cameron. Lifeway? And
1: are they life of? of I don't, I don't know about Lifeway? this,
0: but what I do know is this lady who made this testimony in front of the school board, she works for Sky Tree Books. <laughs> like she mm-hmm. works directly for them. So it's like. Mark pointed out in the outline, it would be like if someone testified that Coca Cola makes you gay, and then you right. find out that that person worked for RC Cola.
1: My name is Pepsi, Jerry. Yeah, my name is Jerry Pepsi. And yeah. uh, hold on, Mark did the outline for today's show. Mm-hmm. You're so worthless, man that's
0: I told him he didn't. I doubt I told him he didn't
1: have he to. Loved did it. It. Matt
0: also offered to do stuff. And Mark was like, Matt, under no circumstances, do you touch that document? You I cannot mean, not let Trey do this. That's to not what he he said, but uh, no, he did it. We told him not to worry about it. And he fucking did it anyway. And since he, he did it, it, I'm using it, you know. But anyway, he's so this lady works for a company that is trying to, you know, take the place of scholastic books with their own Christian book offerings. Everything's always a fucking grift. Furthermore, she's got that scholastic book fair that turned her into a horn dog or whatever. Uh, turns out she also was homeschooled. So like, like, I'm, well, maybe her mom mail-ordered scholastic
1: yeah, right. book fair options i don't know but um also what type of porn did she get into if that was her starting point you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's a seems to me it'd be a pretty far cry from that to like gaping buttholes and that's stuff. what i'm but, saying yeah right yeah. But, like nobody's shoving nothing nowheres in you that know. you know all right oh, yeah. so
0: this other company that wants to take the place of Scholastic Book Fairs, they offer good Christian uh, written entertainment for our children. and But it's not just Christian, of course. It's straight up right-wing propaganda. Let me tell you about a couple of the books that they offer among many, many of them. They've got a book called Elephants Are Not Birds. All right? Well, and, that's just true. Yeah. Right? Well, so the book, which costs $23, follows an elephant named Kevin, As he he learns that even though he can sing, that does not make him a bird. Oh, I get it. And the villain of the story, a vulture named Culture. Oh, my um, God. Yes. Gives the elephant a beak and a set of fake wings to convince him that he is, in fact, a bird. And then watches the elephant as he plummets out of a tree. (laughs) I don't know if it's to his death, but I really hope so. Uh, Just because to add to the ludicrous nature of this. But, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know what the what the message is supposed to be there. Uh I mean obviously I do. It's vehemently anti trans, but um yeah, I don't know. This shit Well I mean,
1: you know, at the same time, an elephant should not be jumping out of a tree. But I don't know how that elephant got up there in the That's first place. I was about to say I, yeah, you, know, like you get to like that. That, that part doesn't make sense. Like you have to at least make it jump off of a cliff. Like the tree does not make any sense to me. Um yeah. Uh, but but dude, like so on the nose, the vulture is named Culture. culture. Yep. Unbelievable. Uh, listen, listen to this one. They got
0: another one called "Pause Off My Cannon. <laughs> okay. By Dana Loesch, a former spokesperson for the NRA. I hear
1: yeah, that, that brown-headed yeah. lady that don't hit.
0: Yeah. And uh, the book, according to the website, the, you know, the, the brave books website, this book teaches kids the importance of the Second Amendment by following the story of Bongo, a gorilla who is shot at with a coconut cannon by a villainous hyena, okay? Aramble. Bongo's friend Bonnie then suggests the village ban all coconut cannons as a result, but Bongo thinks it's the hyenas who are the problem, not the coconut cannons. Uh-huh. <laughs> so well, I um well, here's the deal. Um... coconut cannons don't kill people. Or monkeys. Yeah. Coconut cannons don't kill monkeys. Hyenas kill monkeys.
1: Well, I would I would offer monkey. to them this sense of logic. You can't get rid of the hyenas. You know what I'm saying? So you got to right. pick one. Much to their I
0: chagrin. Say, much know. to their
1: chagrin. Yeah, you can't get rid of uh, hyenas. But I would say that, in my opinion, um, unless it is a, um, a coconut cannon primarily used for home defense or uh, hunting there, a coconut cannon really has no place. Uh, and that they did a really good job of honestly making their argument sound as ludicrous in the book as it is in real life. Right. Yeah. So, all right,
0: one more quick, Matt, you can go and start looking for some, um, questions and comments if you want, I'm going to do this one quickly. Uh, so there's a couple in Florida and the dude is the chair, the husband's the chair of the Florida state, GOP and the wife is the founder or one of the founders of Moms for Liberty. Moms for uh, Liberty is this group of those cunts. Yeah, I'm aware of them. Sorry. What yeah, right. well, they do, and you know, they do a lot of this book banning shit or whatever. So that couple, so it's like a, a a don't hit power couple, right? Especially in Florida, they're under serious fire right now because they're being accused of sexual battery by a woman they had threesomes with, uh, routinely. Uh-huh. So, you know, very anti gay these people, but apparently, you know, it don't count if it's, you know, two women's in a three way or whatnot.
1: By and, the way, I mean, you got me listening, but uh sure. Yeah, but no. Uh they don't deny
0: having an ongoing relationship with the uh with the lady, but they do deny the assault. I'm not gonna get in this is all like just now coming out. I don't well I they say they've got tape or whatever, I don't know. But anyway, so, uh, don't know the detail or we ain't got to get into the gory details of what, you know, what's going on there. It's just, they're purported to not hit and we'll see how it plays out. But obviously they're already calling for their heads. Um, DeSantis is coming after him. They want him to all stop, you know, cause it's a bad look. And right. as of the most recent thing, uh, that happened, it, it seems that the lady, the the mom for Liberty has been uh, the school board there signed off four to one on a resolution demanding that she voluntarily step down from the post she has
1: held for nearly a decade. So, let me ask you this: yeah. um, whenever something like this happens, because I got to tell you, it seems that it happens. So, 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 so much, so uh, much, almost the exact same situation with any of these Republican led groups or all these people who are like claiming to be the moral majority on something. You give it time and a story like this will come out. Now, I'm going to ask you because, you know, I don't right. keep up with the news as much as you and uh, Mark do um, when this happens. Do the do they. um say oh these are all this is just a, an attack from the other side they're making all these things up to make us look bad is that normally their argument
0: uh i mean yeah sometimes you know especially if they're saying it's like allegations that are false oh it's a witch hunt you know i mean that's donald hunt. trump's whole right. thing so it's a witch hunt they definitely go with that often if they're caught like red handed usually they do some version of that that sports announcer guy who yeah 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 said <laughs>
1: Uh, you know,
0: F slur on the yeah. hot mic. And then after that, he the whole, like, I consider myself a man of faith. And in right. a moment of weakness, I made some choices that I regret. Yeah. And that's a deep drive to left center field. It's going to be a 4-0 ball game. Anyway, I should have never said
1: that. Uh, I'm but, just wondering why they don't do that to us as much. You know what I mean? Like, you'd think, like, if that was like a viable tactic, you would oh, think right. do that to us. Because in our community it would actually affect our career. (laughs) Like it would actually matter a whole lot, but like,
0: yeah. Well, because you know, we are, we're, we're shameless monsters who would stoop to such tactics. And they, as you said, have the moral high ground and would never resort to any kind of chicanery. Debbie Lynn Robinson says, hit that like button. Thank you, Debbie Lynn. I always forget every week. Smash that like button, bros. Subscribe. S- subscribe to the channel, share t- five star review, tell your friends, all that stuff. Stephen Graham says 50 shades of Liberty. Yeah. yeah that 50 would be shades. A- hey, uh, Amber, your wife, where yeah. did that rank on her? Uh, lit? Cause she loves him type up, you know, she, lady she porn knows. books. Was uh, that,
1: was that series up there for her? Oh yeah. She liked 50 shades of gray. And it's funny, my wife, uh, cause I remember one time I was, I had read a little bit about 50 shades of gray and I was like, babe, you know, a lot of that sounds like sexual harassment and bordering on rape. And she's like, Yeah, it's a good book. You know, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I know what I'm doing's not hitting for you then.
0: Uh Hope 216 says mom's for threesomes got the boot because she got found out. No doubt more are out there. I mean, yeah, it's always it's always just that they got caught. Jerry Cummings says, hey, Trey, ever consider a Sacramento or Chico, California visit? I love Sacramento. The punchline's a great club. And I actually was just thinking because I was in San Francisco recently and some people drove there from Sacramento. And I was like, damn, I need to go back to San- San- Sacramento. I've got a buddy who's from Chico. <laughs> that's the only thing. You know what I'm trying to think of? Mm. One thing. I know a guy from Chico. That's, that's it.
1: I hear it's a lovely place. I've never heard of Chico in my life, but it sounds awesome.
0: Yeah, he said it was kind of like uh, it's. Uh, he said it was like sort of like hippie-ish um, type California people. My brain you know, went
1: straight to Mexican, it, but sure, right? You yeah, know, I hear you. For Me harder, honestly, than well, Calif-
0: I, That's how a lot of California is, honestly. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Just because most of the names out here are Spanishy in nature, and yet some of those places super white. Yeah, uh, Lisa Gunningham Dage. Go- Sorry, I butchered that. Lisa Guggenheim, Dach, hell of a name, says, try Davis, Trey. Yeah, I know they got a UC there, UC Davis. Damn, there are other places in California, huh? I should go to some of them. Yeah. Lola Pudensky says, yes, come to Sacramento. Okay, I will, guys. I'll see you in there at some point. I'll tell me agent to make it hop. Okay, Pamela J says, come Everybody. to say, A lot of Sacramento lot of love.
1: Hammering on Sacramento. Matt, I
0: know Matt, I don't know what Matt's yeah. vested interest in having us me go to Sacramento is, but he seems to be pretty in favor of it. Uh typically this is the part where Matt would also put up a comment about how hard he hits. You yeah, know now, like, I know. What? Yeah, well, he, he used
1: to also have things about me too. And I know I went hard this episode, but it's just like trying to get traded Sacramento. <laughs> Speaking of me going hard, by the way, since we can't get off Sacramento, I would like to tell everybody to go to bonus, that if you liked me, this episode, if you like the thing that I did at the top, if you like my writing and stuff, go to bonus, and I do stuff over there. Anyways, back to this, Matt, you got anything besides Sacramento? Uh, uh Debbie <laughs> <laughs> Robinson
0: says, Matt is working hard. Yeah, we know. Indeed he is. Always working hard. Matt is awesome, <laughs> says Lola Podinsky. Matt, you think you cute, huh? hmm He do. Mm-hmm. He do. Um. Yeah, I was going to ask. You said it's bonuscory.com? Mm-hmm. But if anybody's been around for a while, they can still use any of the previous 14 yeah. URLs you had as well, yeah. right? He yeah, changes part- the name of his website yeah. every other month, it Well, feels it's like. not
1: that I'm changing the name of my website. I just have a bunch of directives, you know. It's just domains. bonuscory.com. You can also go to parttimefunnyman.com. Uh, Corey can writes to- for you. Uh Yeah. You know, you can go to all the of- I got more. I just can't remember, you know, what all they are i signed up for Corey's newsletter good stuff thanks you thank you just jucca just jucca yeah
0: don't mind me i'm just jucca that's it just doing some jucca stuff yep
1: classic jucca oh you got your uh, christmas shopping done all done buddy we drew names this year greatest thing our family has ever fucking done you're not kidding you really do have it all done because I only had one person to get for. Because, like I said, our family drew names. It was fucking awesome. Oh yeah. You know, I haven't done my the real important time time of year is my mom's birthday is the day after Christmas, which means that she perpetually gets shit on by everyone because every like by the time it's her birthday, everybody's like worn out. They've got Christmas fatigue. So I always no, I know. I, and I get it, but like because of that, I always try to go like extra hard for mom. You know what I mean? So like that's really. The I got to get done. Yeah. Because my,
0: one of my yeah. sons has a birthday right after Christmas and I've always felt pretty bad about it, but you know, we're going to do, I couldn't help when he popped out. Hell. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could have I with could foresight, have. but I, but you know, that wasn't how I was rolling at the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mike on YouTube says Christmas is easy when you don't practice it. Well, I assume it is Mike. And if you're, um, I, that, you know, you could be Jewish, you could be yeah, a Bonzo feller right. or you could just fun. hate God and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Lisa Guggenheim date says drawing names is awesome. It yep. truly
1: is. And uh, we've never done it, but man, it was great. Do you feel, does it, do you feel like it puts any
0: kind of like additional pressure on you since you are only that one gift? And so like if that gift don't hit, cause man, i my gifts oftentimes not really go over I, like a lead balloon. <laughs> here, no,
1: that's just because Katie's a bitch. Like that ain't nothing on you. You're <laughs> a great gift giver. You get, you've given me gifts all the time and every single one of them hit, but no, I don't feel the pressure because like the person that I drew I would have also been getting something for them this year anyways. And like, I know what they like. Like I, my point is like, I've been getting gifts for everybody and I knock it out of the park all the time. So like, no, now that I just narrowed it down to one, like I could really get them to hook up.
0: Edward Westerfield said, you're a good son. Corey. He's commenting on your politeness, everything right. As you were saying that Katie is a bitch, just so everybody <laughs> knows, uh, he would
1: have said that like in front that. of Katie.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. I know yeah.
1: her like that. It's totally fine.
0: Yeah. I also once made Paige cry because that's my sister, for those of y'all listening, don't know, because I bought her a a, ja- a real nice pea coat, uh-huh. but it was a large And she yeah. thought that meant I thought she was fat. Because right? she was so she but you were
1: pregnant at the time, weren't she?
0: No, no. This is years ago. Years oh, ago. Okay
1: the normal size.
0: I know for a for a coat, I feel like you want right, a coat want to be a bigger, little bit bigger, you want right? It
1: bigger coats like, and
0: guess, hoodies and stuff. You get like a size up. You know, I thought you so know I got, how
1: sensitive I am about my weight. Right. If you got me an extra large sweatshirt, I'd be like, hell yeah, that's exactly like I'm a large in most things, but like sweatshirt, fucking hey, extra large.
0: Guest house writer says the house decorations looked
1: awesome, and Corey's vids via the newsletter. I believe I put out the video of me and my mom uh, cooking sweet potato pie, uh, which also appeared on an episode of Putting On Airs. I gave it to them early on my newsletter. That's just one of the perks you get for being at BonusCorey.com, baby. Jovino says Corey's
0: newsletter is dope. There you go. You heard it here, y'all. Go to to BonusCorey.com. Uh, also go to weekly skews.com slash more and sign up for our Patreon. If you want some bonus skews episodes, go to Trey Check out our upcoming dates. If you're anywhere near Nashville, Tennessee, come see me, Corey and Drew this weekend. Otherwise, when I come near you, hopefully Sacramento before long, Yuns couldn't see me, go to Trey You can find a link to our book around here and over yonder on the website as well. And listen to our other show, not political at all. Silly talk about fancy shit putting on airs. Check it out. That's it for me. Corey, you have any
1: fancy?
0: That's right. Yeah.
1: yeah I just, good. you know, I'd, I'd already mentioned my newsletter, uh, but I, to tell anybody who's still on the fence, I'm currently working on a Southern adaptation of Charles Dickens classic, a Christmas Carol that will be released exclusively on my sub stack, which you can find at bonuscorey.com.
0: Uh-huh. Fart. There we go. All right. Thank you, as always, Joe, for filling in for Mark. We very much appreciate it. And thank you all for watching. You keep coming back on Skews days, and we will too. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.